Experiment called life is the best. <laughs> I like Spanish Jeff. No porn after nine. Don't tell your friends if you had fun. <laughs> I still have laser guns for sale. Well, I don't know. Susan's son has one of these, and they work just fine. <laughs> Whenever I see you, nobody believes you. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is another uh, episode of an experiment called Life with Alex McKenzie. We have got a lineup for you guys today. Let me tell you, we got three international guests from all over the world. So we're going to start off, go to our left here. We've got Leo Kurse. Hello, my name's Leo Kurse. I'm from Scotland. Coming all the way from Scotland. Yeah, I just said that. Well, fuck, Leo. <laughs> and then across the street from Leo, we've got the powerful Kim Lee. Kimmy. Hello, how you going? How you going? And uh, Kimmy is uh, of Vietnamese descent. Hello. That's not what he sounds like. He's being a prick. All right. And now we've got to my right, my man, Darius. Davies. And he comes to us from Iran. Well... <laughs> Uh, I'm more English. My dad's Iranian. He's more English, but... My dad is... If you cut me, I'd bleed Iran. Yeah. <laughs> but if you looked at my passport, it would say British. Yeah. Although you showed me a video of your uncle's funeral, and it was, like, crazy. It was all shot in, like, drones and stuff, and there's millions of trucks and, like, yeah. guys... Like guys in like full on robes with AK forty sevens and stuff. <laughs> really? Honestly, yeah. like, like. I didn't just find that video again. Yeah, it's man, put that in the. I can't believe that's not in your show. Yeah, I can't believe it either. <laughs> Who is your uncle? Is he the guy that fucking Trump killed or what? Probably. Were they pretty big time in Iran? Yeah, remember like, that? Who did? That was like. A, a, don't you own a village or something? Yeah, in Iran, we own so. a village in Iran. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's probably worth about less than. A, House. Than this house. That's big the money room. in Iran. That's a lot of coronavirus masks. Yeah, it's worth a lot. In the Isfahan. Uh, Shodai. What's that mean? That's my surname. Because you Google them, they'll come up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, tell us about your fake girlfriend, man. Your oh, you want you want to talk about my fake girlfriend again? Uh, she's real. Uh, my friends don't believe she's real because she has the same name as me. So no, her really? name is also my Alex. Sister. Yeah. It's Alex, yeah. That no. can be a girl's name. Yeah, right? That's what I thought. I'm, it's going to be like sweet. Sam. Though. Sam? Sam can be a girl's name or a boy's name. Yeah, yeah. that can be both. Yeah, yeah. I no? saw a picture of her. She's hot, man. <laughs> yeah, she's a good looking lady. Which raises suspicions. <laughs> Which raises <laughs> I'm probably getting catfished, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. Leah, yeah. Leah can be a girl's name too. Leah? Yeah, never. Leah. Leah. Leah, Leah yeah. Or Leonie. Is your name Leah? No, it's Leo. That's what I thought, yeah. Like the star sign. Yeah. No, it, uh, it's uh, just going to be great, man. Uh, yeah, we're uh, doing a, our own little uh, budget version of Married at First Sight. So the first time we're seeing each other is next Tuesday. How did you meet this girl? On Tinder. And you've never met her yet? I never was met her Was she in Perth when you... She was. Right. Got so you. when I was in Perth doing the Fringe, she was there. And then we matched. And then she wouldn't reply to any of my messages. Yeah. So oh, you said more than one. Oh, dude, I hold yeah, dude. I I got right off with of no Tinder. reply. You just kept. Yeah. So what I kept doing was I went to Instagram, and I followed her on Insta. Right. And then 
I would do uh, funny little jokes at her stories. No like, way. So she would put stories out and she wouldn't reply. So you stalked and her and wore her down like I a total did. psycho. Yeah, and man. it works. Did work. Do well, that's the lesson we're taking away from this. Be a total Lux. stalker, psycho, psycho guy and you'll get the girl eventually. Yeah, exactly. She'll, she'll eventually develop Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> fly a Fall in with her camper. <laughs> fly with her captor. Camper. Dude, yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it was. It was like, because uh, she kept posting like, oh, just uh, out for lunch alone. And I'd be like, let me take you for lunch. And then I finally got her with like, yeah. uh, I think it was the line I said, uh, just let me love you. And then, Whoa. She, then she replied with like a ha ha. And then something about that. Let me love you. Just let sweet. me love you. I don't know, dude. It's uh, pretty clunky, but yeah. 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 Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I, I look forward to the full speak of the devil. Really? What's she That's saying? right there. Oh, my God. What's she no, saying? Let's well, have it live on the podcast. Did she, she, she send a dick pic? No. Did th- she listen th- to the podcast? Pic. Yeah, she probably will. Oh, my God. She literally just said... What? For a video of her playing the piano. That's quite nice. Oh, yeah, but it's... Depending on which song. Imagine if it's like the Nazi oh. anthem. Have the uh, Nazis got an anthem? I don't like think Deutschland, so. Like Deutschland, Uber Alleys. Imagine <laughs> if she's singing that. <laughs> you're I like, know what that Whoa. is. <laughs> what is going on? She has to do more than that to stop him. Yeah, to be honest. <laughs> to be honest, that would just add a kinky element to the proceedings. <laughs> like, Bring the uniform, babe. We, we watched the documentary last night. Yeah. And yeah. they said, you can make fun of the Nazis, but you can't make fun of the Holocaust. Okay. Yeah. Good advice, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it would be possible to make fun of the Holocaust. we got four comedians here. What are we going to do? Who wants to burn Just their gas each other. Just gas each other. Hey, Boom. How about that dead air? Good job. Way to bring up the fucking Nazi the Holocaust yeah. thing, you guys. I the ball rolling. No, that's Darius fun. brought it up. No girlfriend brought her up sending you evil rights. Oh, yeah, why is she a Nazi? No, she's not a Nazi. You guys How do you know she's not a Nazi? You never met her. Well, you, you don't know a, what rallies she goes to. She said she's a distributor for Hugo Boss. I uh, never yeah. said Hugo Boss at all. That's how Hitler started. Is that? <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's uh, Simon King's joke. Simon King does a bit where he's like, I think Hitler was just an insult comic in Berlin in the 40s or in the 30s and got way the fuck out of hand. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he, kind of, he was a painter, wasn't he? But he was sort of rejected by the artistic um, community, uh, much like James Curtis in, in Adelaide. <laughs> so he turned to, uh, to that. I mean, imagine if he just sold a few paintings. Could have saved us a lot of hassle. Yeah. It's like the coronavirus. You know the coronavirus apparently it started because they've got like medical research, uh, biomedical, biomedical weapons or whatever, biochemical weapons laboratories. And so they've got animals, they test them on these like rats and dogs and stuff. But then obviously they're supposed to be incinerated afterwards, so there's no risk of the virus getting out. Instead, the researchers, to get a bit of extra money, they sell them to the street market meat vendors. So they're selling these like rats and dogs and stuff from the fuck. Like, it's like, you couldn't make that up, man. That's like, a, that's if that was in a Hollywood started. film, you'd be like, oh, that's far-fetched, you know what I mean? But Is yeah. That, no, that's the real deal. That's the, the this documented. There's a guy who made over a million dollars selling uh, selling animals from the from the labs. Because when obviously they go through like you know so thousands. Of is animals. this how the coronavirus started? This is how the coronavirus started. Yeah. So I mean, it's started so, in the meat so, market, but we don't know how no, the but, virus but, developed. So China though was trying to develop a biochemical weapon, or they they I just have. They just have lots of viruses and stuff on, like, I mean, the, in the West, we've got loads of, we've got anthrax and all sorts of stuff. Just, well, you know, on. You know, Chinese are just so good at copying things, so they just get, like, 
a virus, copy it, but just like change it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then sell it. And get in trouble with like the authorities. Yeah, yeah. That's good, man. That could be a bit. Yeah. yeah like you go to Vietnam, right? There's all this like fake North Face stuff. Yeah, yeah. But they, always, like, up, they always knock it off and then like. Did they call it South Face? Or what? Yeah. And then you go up the Himalayas and you freeze to death because you don't know <laughs> yeah. what the actual. No, but when you go there, because I speak Vietnamese, you go there and you go, I want the real stuff. I want the real stuff in Vietnamese. Show me the real one. And, and they, bring they always bring you one that's at the back. That's no like, way. Nice thing, yeah. Oh, you have to pay extra. Yeah, but not that much. Yeah. Bring you what from the back? Like a proper one that's got made out of good quality stuff. We're talking. He's talking Dar- about trips. He's talking about trips to a brothel. You were busy fucking on your phone there. Yeah. Were you doing checking ticket sales? No. What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? My mum's pestering me to book her flights to Pittsburgh, so I have to look for flights to yeah. Pittsburgh. Do you get them cheap though? Because your sister worked, you still get them no. cheap. No! Well, not really, because they're. Does your sister too... stop working already? Yeah, no, but it's, it's Qantas. So ah, right. So when she worked for British Airways, it's good because most of my flights started from Gatwick and they fly everywhere. Yeah. But these all start going back to Australia. Yeah. So if I always go to New York or something I from Australia, then it'd be good. Yeah. But Why are you going to Pittsburgh? My mum wants to go to Cleveland and I believe Pittsburgh's the nearest. Why does she want to go there? Yeah. Oh, God. Drew Carey's out. Is my, it some sort of like religious thing? It's a, my mum. LeBron? <clears throat> my mum. Yeah. My mum's a holy Joey. She thinks Jesus is going to come on April 13th. A holy what? Joe. What does that mean? Holy Joe. Who's a holy Joe? Yeah. What's you know, have you ever heard a holy Joe before? Well, no. Oh, yeah. Someone who loves Jesus. Ah, oh, right. Just somebody who loves oh, Jesus. Yeah, so it's not a particular sect or anything. No. Not so she, she thinks so, Jesus is going to no, rise. No, she just, April, I don't know what she was. She's, fill me in here, because April 13th. You think, isn't that Easter weekend? She basically wants to be, for some reason, in Cleveland for Easter weekend. <laughs> and then she's harassing me and flipping... That's a good, I don't know. Why, she, why are you calling her Holy Joe? Shouldn't it be Holy Jala or something like it's just, Holy Joe's just an expression. Oh, his mum's English. Oh. Like a Who's she from Newcastle? From Durham. Durham. Holy Jessica. Yeah, I think we're getting sidelined into... Oh yeah, what's this podcast about? Yeah, what is this podcast about? Is it just us having a chat? Yeah, we just talk, man. All just right. free form, whatever you want to talk about. It's a lot of time we talk about like comedy, right? Yeah. So we could talk about how we what's got into dream comedy, comedy, Alex? What's my dream? Like yeah. my end goal? Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, well, basically, just like I want to obviously like pack theaters. I have a dream of living in the Hollywood Hills, like Bojack Horseman. Yeah. And then just uh, packing theaters, man. Maybe one day packing an arena. Yeah. That would be cool. Sell like a fucking 18,000 seat arena and just. Uh, At $50 a ticket. Yeah. That's. A lot of money. Ninety hundred. That's nine. Nine hundred. Nine ninety thousand. Ninety thousand. Is it yeah. ninety thousand? Yeah. Well, I don't know. What's eighteen thousand times a hundred, right? So add two zeros. So it's hundred eighty. One point eight million. Divide that by half. That's nine. No, eighteen thousand times. So eighteen thousand times a hundred thousand. Eighteen thousand times a hundred. So here's how my brain works. It's going to be one point eight million. Yeah. So now divide that in half. Nine hundred thousand. Yeah. Nine hundred. So 000. that would be eighteen thousand and fifty dollars. Yeah, that's why there's money in, in <clears throat> comedy. Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's what I do. Like, I do everything fully independent. That's yeah, that's the way to do it, man. I did, uh, I did my Edinburgh show this year with a big 
tour promoter them. I'm not going to name some still working with them, but like um, they uh, underwrote my Edinburgh show, so they paid for the venue and stuff. I paid for my own PR. They paid. I paid for my own brochure registration, but they paid for the venue. They paid for the streets, but that's not that much money. You know what I mean? The venue's not is can't be more than like a few, what four thousand or something, maybe five thousand tops. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a bit more, uh, but I sold uh, about eleven thousand pounds worth of tickets mm-hmm. and. Um, got nothing back because they said they'd spent another £5,000 on top of that. So they said they'd spent £16,000 putting on my show, which... On what? Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm thinking. I want to see on, those numbers. What, you know what I mean? spend that? You lying, but yeah. they didn't spend it. They put one big poster up. <laughs> There's one poster? One big poster and that's it. And then the flyering oh. team, that ain't... Like, Alex got gypped. Man, you got gypped bigger than Alex. Yeah. Well, I mean... I, the thing is, like, loads of people go, loads of people go to Edinburgh and lose money. So I didn't lose money, if you know what I mean. But like, well, that I was didn't like make I was talking money. to another guy yesterday, and he's like, "Dude, my show in Edinburgh, if it sells out, I lose four thousand dollars." Yeah, I'm like, "What are you doing?" Who is this? I forget his name. And he's, he's here. He's in the Griffins this weekend. Russell King. There, he's like a. He's from London, I think. Simon King. No. And uh, somebody else, I won't name names because she told me in confidence, but she had a big show. She sold 40 odd thousand pounds worth of tickets and made, it was like, it was some risible on the, when it came down to the spreadsheet. I'm not telling no you. No one's listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, people that I got in trouble. I went on Scott Capuro's podcast right, and I slagged off Simon Keane just because right. I said I was in a, a secret uh, fan group. But like, what's I'm the opposite of a fan man. group? You know, when you're sort of just, we're all, well, there's people in fucking Japan. They're in this like fan group, but we're all just we're not in it because we think he's good. We're in it because we're just baffled by his shitness and his like you know. But he keeps going, man. He's all like right, a Terminator. Just write it down who the person is, and so I know who it is. Uh, what on Melbourne? Melbourne. That piece of Melbourne. Well, then you'll see it. I won't say it. You're obviously gonna see it. I promise I won't say it. Don't write it down now. This is terrible idea. He's going to say it. Right? I'm not going to say it. I swore not to say it. Yeah. He's writing it down. I bet after this it's not even going to be that exciting. <coughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> right yeah, down there. That. Right nah, like, well, anyway, anyway. Just, like, I need to know. I'm not going to say it. All right. <laughs> Oh, I believe that maybe. Yeah. I heard that as well. Yeah, there you go. In fact, you told me. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like the thing is, like with Edinburgh, if you do the free fringe, you can make money. There's some people doing the free fringe and making big money. Mm-hmm. Um, but we sort of uh, lost our place in the free fringe slightly by um, last year. We sort of took our solo shows and. Uh, Hate and Live, the, the big show that we run in Edinburgh, we took it to the paid fringe, which was a bit of a mistake because we didn't have the Hate and Live. We had great crowds at the weekends, but the venue wasn't great. But we're coming back to the Three Sisters. We're coming this year. back to the Three Sisters this year. We're coming back. We don't have the room that we wanted. We don't have the room that should be rightfully ours because it's the best and biggest show, but uh, we're back in there. And, um, you what, know, Hate and Live? Hate and Live, yeah. You guys say it so weird. That's how you say it. You, it sounds like you're saying hate him. Hate and live. Isn't it hate it? Hate and live. Hate mm, live. Hate, hate and, and live. live. Oh. So like hate and live. 
Oh, I yeah. thought it was hate it live. Or it sounds like hate hating live. Hating live. Hate. Hating live. You're watching live hating. You're hating life. Hate, oh, hate and live. To be yeah. honest, and how did you guys come up with this show? Well, I came up with the show. I obviously. came up with the show. I always liked when I saw a comedian rant on stuff. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite thing when I see comedians just. So I thought, what would be funny, is if we see a comedian rant, but we choose the topics. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to hear yeah. them rant on coffee. I want to hear them rant on yeah. Ryanair. Also, Darius wants to hear them rant on racist stuff. Yeah, racist stuff. Also, it was inspired by Dave Chappelle's Haters Ball. Right. In the Chappelle show, there's the Haters Ball. Yeah. <laughs> the Haters Girl. So actually, that was the name that was going to be called the Haters mm-hmm. Ball. If that's what you guys like, so how do you not like Simon King? Simon King. Yeah. Ah, oh, he's so like I'm not like isn't Simon. Way, if you're listening to this, like isn't that what you're doing? Sometimes, you're just I sometimes like, like I don't know, like but the stuff he says, he's all like, "God damn, laying down some truth bombs." Hey, you know what? <laughs> Donald Trump is a dumb dumb. Oh man, god damn, I said it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like fuck me, there's no fucking depth, there's no insight there. It's just like a fucking hack straight down the line. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry, Simon, but that's what it is. You're just gonna have to accept. And he's always banging on about it. God damn it, I just need to find a TV executive with the balls to take me on, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, fuck off. Man, you're like fucking 45 years old or something. Like, you know, fucking get down the gym, get a hair transplant. you probably got loads of hair. I don't fucking know. But like, you know, you got to... Man, it's a, it's, it's, you got to have some, like, you got to have some new angle. Right. Can't just be like moaning that other people like stole your thunder. You got to make your own thunder. Right. Cause he yeah, he rants about a lot of shit. Yeah, no, he is good. Like gig with him, I got like I I, I like him and I. But yeah, I think you just can't comedian. follow his Facebook, man. But all this, all this, like you know, anti-Trump stuff, anti like it's so fucking. You hear it from everyone, everyone on Facebook. You see, and they're just saying it to make themselves look good and stuff. And there's no depth, there's no insight, there's nothing, nothing like. I like people who go out there and like uh, take a well, counter counter. If you watch, if you watch his you know comedy, I mean? it's a lot different. Yeah. So like Simon, like Simon's one of my best friends in the world. He's oh, the guy. Shit, he is gonna listen to this. Oh yeah, for sure. Sorry, Simon. I, th- I do think you're a good comedian. He uh, he's like the guy who got me to quit my job. He oh, convinced man. me to do. Don't look I, at him and be like, whoa, maybe. This- <laughs> well, that that's the thing. That's what Simon always says. He goes, I don't fucking blame me for this, buddy. Yeah. But uh, no, I like he's one of my best friends, and I I don't yeah. like his Facebook. I don't follow it. Like I do, I have him there. But he, he's like, he's always just willing to get in a war with everybody all the yeah. time, right? On like, just fighting on there. Yeah. And like, how do you have the energy to do this, man? Yeah. Like, and everybody's saying, everybody's saying Trump's a dumb, but, dumbass or whatever. No, I think it's a much better, see, it's much like, You should see a stand up, man. He's got some, he just filmed a new special actually. Yeah. But he's got, uh, he got uh, some pretty big producers out of LA behind it. So hopefully nice. that helps him out. Cool. I hope I'm allowed to say this, Simon. Uh, they should know because it's already been filmed, right? So everyone would know that, right? Yeah. Wasn't filmed. Like his special already got filmed, oh, right? Oh really? wow. Yeah. So it must be known. Like it's not released though yet, right? But are you allowed to talk about it after it's been filmed? People must know already now, right? Yeah. Well, there'll be an audience, right? Yeah, exactly. That's, I mean, they told everyone at the filming, like, "Hey, this is for this." Like. Where did they film it? Uh, Vancouver. How many people? Uh, it was like small shows. It wasn't like, probably only like, uh, what do they have? I don't know, a couple hundred or something. But they have like a bunch of cameras. It's crazy, man, when they film those things. Like they have like those cameras on the rails and shit. Oh, um, yeah. And like, just like a big, like, That's there's, pretty like cool. there's like five or six cameras and on rails. Holy and shit. And all the shit. Like, 
you look and you're just like, this is expensive. Like they have yeah, yeah, yeah. camera crews, they have mics all around, they're miking the audience. And were you at the, were you at the recording? Yeah. Did he smash it? Yeah, he did, yeah. And was it good? Really good, yeah. Why is it going to be on? Simon, I'm sorry I, sli- I'm sorry I slagged you off five minutes ago. Um, <laughs> if you're looking for a support act, I would be happy to do that. Where, where is it going to be on? Uh, I don't know yet. I'm not sure. I didn't slag you off, Simon. Though I Daddy slagged you off. I'm about, to, I'm about to slag you off. Because re- I don't respect Canadian TV specials. <laughs> and I still remember when we gig, did a gig together in Sheffield. Oh, yeah, and yeah. afterwards, hot women invited us back to their party. <laughs> and you insisted that we drive home. I've never forgiven you for that. <laughs> Why would you do that to Why Darius? Would you, do that? you know he didn't get laid at yeah, like the point age of 25 and now he's desperately trying to make up for it. None of us did, that's why we're comedians. Yeah, and then, you did and then he got an opportunity to go to a party with some girls and you Hot denied girl. him that so, opportunity. So for that, I've always held that against you. <laughs> but you're a fantastic comedian. Highly good. It's By the way, you I guys, consider opener, you a close friend. His opener spot is taken. That's me. All right. I'm riding his coattails to the top. On Simon, I understand you don't want somebody to to show you up. You don't want somebody who's gonna like make it hard, <laughs> smash it so hard that you can't follow them. But I really think you want somebody who's gonna at least bring the crowd a little bit up. <laughs> a little push. So just rethink that. Simon actually messaged me. And he said he hopes when I get back from Australia, he that I. Uh, Make it so it's hard for him to follow me. Right. That's what he wants his goal to be. But I know he's lying. In the toilet? Yeah, yeah. You bet. But he knows uh, He knows that that's not going to happen, so it's pretty good. Yeah. I've never seen... The guy doesn't miss, man. It's crazy. He doesn't what? He just doesn't miss. What do like, you mean? We toured like all over all he summer. He smashed every gig. Every gig. Every yeah, gig. I did some tough gigs with him. Like uh, weird gigs in London and like RAF gigs and stuff, and he smashed all them as well. But it was really mine. You've changed your fucking tune. Nah, but I, I was sitting there being like, man, why is he slagging off Donald Trump? Donald Trump's a great man. No, it, wife. no man, it's his Facebook. You can't, I can't do something yeah, like Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. Because I now know. only know him from Facebook. And That's it's why like, I look, man. I'm like, uh, dude, you just argue with everyone all the time. And like but, the stuff you, I don't know, I can't say it. Like, I, I, I'm highly into But stand up. But it's weird. Like, it's just different styles too, right? Like, to be able to do that, the joke always is that Simon King could feature on a, uh, on a song with Eminem and Logic. Because he's just fucking... Oh, yeah. Just so fast, man. Yeah. But what what is about that, what, what about Ollie Horn's show that's been stolen? You want to talk about that? Yeah. What show got stolen? The, I heard the concept of the show and it's actually kind of different. Uh, what show? Uh, but they do use an app I, to I, get I, the audience I feedback. I helped write that show. Did what you? Is that show? You helped yeah. steal it. I helped write some. What's questions. the show that you stole? Tell us. Yeah. What did you do, Kimley? Um, I just wrote some questions. What is the show? And how did so you the steal question, it? My question that got written into the show was. How does Would you show rather work? have? Kim, what is the show? Would you explain to people what's this show? What's it, it called? It's uh, it's called Read the Room. Read the room. So everyone has an app and they vote on things and then like there's like a worm that sort of tells you like how many people voted and, and you're trying to tell what kind of personalities there are. Oh wow, that's exactly the same show <laughs> that Ollie's done. Not my So one of the is. questions is I asked um, is would you rather have super fast internet but you only have 10 minutes a day to use it right, or, would you, or would you rather have like unlimited but super slow like almost doesn't work internet 
Well, slow how? Well, it depends. But you can't watch like, videos. And then what well, happens in this well, show? So they read the listen. audience and do what? Hmm? They read. So you've asked that question. What? Did yeah, they and then do? you guys would go into your thing and then um, vote on the two options, and then um, the two comedians would com- commentate and discuss. And then, like so, we would just do the then, pro, basically a pros and cons. Yeah. So I'd be like, oh, I choose the super fast one because well, the only time I watch one. the internet is when I jerk off. So as long as I have my porn loaded really quick, we all know I'm not going to take ten minutes to do yeah. that. Yeah. I still have time to check my email after. You're not here doing this show. We just want to know: is that the same as Ollie's show? I thought we were doing the show right now. Well, hold on a second. So Ollie's show, right? The audience has a, an app, and they ask them a bunch of questions. They do like surveys, and it's like silly questions, sort of like that. Like, would you rather have this or that? And uh, then, um, like during the would show, would you rather have a small dick, but you could be with like any hot woman you want, or would you rather have like a small dick, dick if I could be with any woman I want? No, well, well, well. Or what's the other option? <laughs> or a, a massive dick, but you could only fuck like ugly chicks for the rest of your life. What's the problem? I don't know. I've, I've, for oh, quite no. for quite a long period of my life, I've had a massive dick and only been able to fuck <laughs> ugly chicks. <laughs> it was fine. I'd hate to have a small penis because I think the source of a man's power comes from his penis. Why? What and do his you car. Think, what do you think about that? Me, I'm, I'm doing, I didn't think about it. So, what do I want? I get a huge cock or a little cock. Mm-hmm. I would take the little cock if I could fuck whoever I wanted. Mm. Is that the deal? Yeah, but they're not going to be, they're going to be lying there. Oh, God, this is fucking terrific. Well, how little are we talking? How little are we oh, well, talking? Like, can we size or what? A micro penis. Like my size. A micro penis. A micro penis. Oh no. Somebody was telling me about it. She slept with a guy with a micro penis. And she said it was like, it was tiny. It was like a fucking inch long or something. Smaller than 10 inches. Yeah. (laughs) Wow, real micro penis. Yeah. It's very Uh, funny, Darius. Why? Why is that funny? Well, it wasn't really. I was being sarcastic. What were you being sarcastic about? Uh, Okay. I don't get it. Wait, hold on. Why are we being sarcastic? I wasn't making a joke. Was it, serious? Was it smaller than ten inches? Because that would be tiny in my eyes. <laughs> Don't laugh. It's not. It's not. In my, in my, country, in my country, any penis smaller than ten inches is classified as a micro penis. Really? Is that why homosexuality is banned in Iran? Yeah, because fuck, kind of men's anuses getting ripped open. <laughs> <laughs> That's homophobic. No, it's not. That's how they sound. Who? Homosexuals when they make love. Really? I don't know. I heard you and Kim Lee last night. You sounded nothing like that. We don't. We sound like that. Okay, so I would choose the big dick then. So anyway, the show set of works like that. You've got all these silly questions and stuff. Simon, if you're still listening, I regret saying that it's just the Facebook stuff. <laughs> I've, said, I've said it to you before in messages and stuff, but um, I think you're good at comedy. We'll, we'll edit it out, don't worry. Because I'm coming across to Canada, maybe. Are you? Yeah. Where are you coming? Uh, well, Lars uh, Calu, who I gigged with in Melbourne a, a couple of times and in Launceston in What's Tasmania. Uh, Lars... How do you pronounce it? I'm not... Everybody in Canada's got this weird fucking no, Belgian just, name. No, I'm laughing. Like I'm you're a fucking item on a menu. Jesus Christ, just give yourself normal names. Like <laughs> fucking Darius Chouazua. Yeah, normal <laughs> name. Just no, normal. No. Yeah, no, you got it. It's Lars Kellyo. Just a um, sort of name. I'm gigging with Lars in Tasmania. In He's a, a Greek. Weeks. Oh, really? Oh, wicked, man. Because yep. Lars and... Do you know Ryan Short? 
Ryan Shore. I know the name. Wait, no, he's like a little dude. He's got the tongue. His tongue is split. Oh, really? Yeah, remember. Why did he do that? I don't know. He's a little weirdo. Can he talk all right? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he's got a speech impediment, though. He can't stay his Yeah, because he's got his fucking tongue cut in half. I know, right? He uh, said it was worse before. Well, of course he's going to say that. Of course he's going to say that. Try to justify. He's got, like, what do you call it? What's the opposite of buyer's remorse? Uh, Split tongue. He's got split tongue. He's got split tongue syndrome. Split tongue syndrome. It's yeah. like Stockholm syndrome. There's yeah. a reason why people don't have split tongue. Can he rim two anuses at the same time? No, but he can go around one. Like, oh right, yeah, like scale extra. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I can rim two anuses. At Ryan the same time. Short. He's another comic. He's coming here with Lars Kellyo at the end of the month. Well, to Tasmania, yeah. doing gigs there, and then going to Melbourne. We're going to stay with um, Chris Franklin. Yeah, he's a great guy. That's where my, me and my new girlfriend are staying. Yeah. Chris Franklin. I met Chris Franklin. He did the show. He was impressed with my performance. What yeah. show? What show? Was that in Adelaide? I think it was. Last year? No, it was for Terry. And he was on it with me. Oh, right. Oh, you're thinking, oh, right. You're talking about the, the show just. That was right after my show. He, oh, were you there? He op- well, he opened my show. Yeah. And then. Two, two Poms and an Aussie. And then he did the show with you, and then we did Fat Kid after. Yeah, whatever, I can't remember. Yeah. Who can we slag off that isn't going to listen to the podcast? Who do you want to slag off? Because that's the fun thing about podcasts, it's sort of like being in a car with comedians. Because when you're in a car with comedians, you just slag off every single comedian that's not in the car with you. Right. And just like character that's the best thing about being a comedian uh who else do i like um, Jay, what about the james curtis incident <laughs> oh we should talk about that i don't know who that is i can will tell you so there is essentially an incel in the local adelaide comedy scene right and he rocks up and tells really misogynistic sort of yeah. you know aggressive jokes and okay. sort of commentates on the local scene and he was bullying another comic, female comic. Uh, like a younger about, female comic? Huh? Like a younger female yeah, comic? Yeah, because yeah, she's uh, talking about you know white people and stuff, and he says that she's being racist. And then, So do you guys know this guy? No, uh, yeah, yeah. Like no, you they, do, they, but they, 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 met, they both met him and saw him live on, on Monday. He bombed so hard, man. It was just it was like, you know when somebody goes up, they've obviously got like issues and stuff, and they're just, they got... Like, but they can't channel that into some sort of performance into, or like, expression. Funny, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was just uh, tense and awkward. But then Kim Lee was gigging with them uh, a few months back. Where was he on Monday? Like Rhino Room. Right 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 He'll probably be there next week. Is that the open mic? Yeah. But essentially, me and another comic have been the only ones that have called him out. Like, everyone's just been sort of like, oh, Where, you know, right. he's going to be like, you know, um, Columbine or some shit like that. Right. Um, right. But he actually, he has, <laughs> yeah. the, the weird thing is, is he actually has been, like, he's been putting up posts uh, saying that he's going to write a manifesto. Which is what people who do that stuff yeah. do. They he's put so, up posts like that. Yeah. So angry. Yeah. When um, I went up, I had to follow him. I had to go on after him. And I said, eh, I don't know if this is a gig or some sort of like, School shooting diversionary program. Yeah, yeah. It's like if he's here, he can't be shooting up his school somewhere. Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah. like yesterday, he put up a post, um, uh, a video uh, of me going up on stage, calling him out, um, and he's like saying that I was threatening him, <laughs> and that I'm a hack psychiatrist, and it's totally fucking weird. Well, you should he, explain what that's from. He's taking like uh, my jokes from like. I made some jokes uh, about you know what it's like being a doctor, and like he just takes it fully out of context. Right. But also, you you tried to kill him on stage. 
when you say that you're leaving out that bit the exciting bit from the, the exciting bit was bit. the exciting bit was I actually walked up on stage to see what would happen because uh, he, he made a joke about um, you know studying being an Olympic sport which is one of my jokes right and I said oh boxing's an Olympic sport do you want to play and then he, he took that as a cue that he, he that we should have a fight takes off his top and then like you know does this gestures like let's have a fight and I'm like <laughs> I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to back down from this. And so I just walked up on stage to see what happened. And then I just walked off stage, didn't even touch the guy. And now he's just making a big deal about it and saying that I should apologise and all this. It was like... It was kind when of irresistible, When irresistible autism meets immovable autism. <laughs> <laughs> it was the ultimate in autism. If you could ever yeah. imagine... Uh, diluted 100% open mic it was captured on film yeah oh yeah. wow but I thought Kim's joke it was quite a funny joke so uh, James Curtis was on stage and Kim had been on stage and done a joke about studying being an Olympic sport and then James Curtis went up and said oh shame they didn't make shame your parents didn't make uh, comedy an Olympic sport or something like that and then Kim's just like Boxing's Olympic sport. If you want to fucking go toe to you motherfucker. <laughs> and then Kim got up on stage and yeah. James Curtis got his shirt off but then didn't, they didn't fight unfortunately. Because I think Kim might win because he used to be a cage fighter. Yeah. But you didn't tell James Curtis before he went up yeah. to destroy him. He's a violent man. He's a he, violent man. He confines <laughs> us to one room in the house and won't let us drink filtered water. Yeah, why do you have to <laughs> he makes me sleep he, in the same room as Darius. He beats us. Yeah, you guys are drinking right <laughs> over the tap, eh? Yeah. yeah. That's tough times. Kim yeah. Lee walks around wearing kickboxing shorts to yeah. assert his authority. <laughs> and he forces us to eat feet. Anyway, the, the story <laughs> is, is that I called the police because he's like, I want to make a manifesto, wear a GoPro, something, something serious, right? And then um, the police said, well, he's not threatening anyone um, in that post. You can't do much about it. You can only report it to Facebook. And I got everyone to report it and it's got taken down. Meanwhile, my video is still there, um, but then uh, some of my comedian friends reported it to the owners of Rhino Room, and they actually signed. Well, I don't know. Apparently, the police got involved, and so now that person's been banned. Been banned, right? So he's banned from the Rhino Room. Yeah. What's his name? James Walker. James Curtis. James Curtis. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty crazy, pretty annoying actually. Yeah, dude. Just makes me realize, you know. Um, I'm crazy people. I don't really care about comedy uh, that much. Yeah, right. You know. Well, dude, that's the thing. Like, I think that's going to be the one of the hardest things is just trying to manage a comedy scene, right? Because comedy, like, we accept all the rejects. Like, yeah. comedy accepts every weirdo from every walk of life to yeah. come up and do comedy. But then you get some people. I don't accept audience. You get some. Well, <laughs> no one does. But so then you get some people who that hurt my feelings. And it was the last one you had? It's, really? it's the only one I have and it hurts. It hurts. Well, fucking get used to it. I mean, Jesus Christ. Okay, so. Yeah, what do you want to talk about now? We're talking about how comedy accepts all the different weirdos. Oh, but yeah. then the problem is like, the weirdos aren't the problem. It's like the psychos that are the problem. Because you'll get some people, they're just like, you see them and they're, you're like, ah, you just, they just don't really get comedy. But they're just, they're just doing it and they're having a good time, you know? Yeah. They're having fun. They're not hurting anybody. And they're, it's just their little thing. But then you get some people, it's the people who think they're a little bit good. Yeah. And then they're just go crazy. And yeah, well, James Curtis obviously <clears throat> thinks he's 
good at comedy yeah. or something. He'll he'll uh, rant on different comedy pages saying, you know, um, so and so will vouch for me. Uh, I know this much about comedy. I know this. Uh, I know you know what? hypnotism. I know. Yeah. You, you say you're a psychiatrist, or well, I know. <laughs> Yeah, it's really fucking weird. Dude, so yeah, let's talk about your psychiatrist. So you're doing, uh, you're a what, psychiatrist? Yeah, man. And so you know Gabor Mate? Uh, I've heard of him, yeah. You've heard of him, yeah. Who's uh, that? Is that a comedian psychiatrist? Yeah, he is. No, I'm just kidding. Not a comedian. He's just a psychiatrist. He, uh, I read his book on addiction. It was really good. Yeah. It's called In the Realm of Hungry Ghosts. So one of the most interesting things on that there were a couple of things that were very interesting to me that stood out there. Because you, Kim, sort of people that don't know, you specialize actually in video game addiction. Yeah, man. So you help kids who are addicted to... Games like Fortnite, World of Warcraft. Right. Rainbow so, Six Siege. Right. And what is the biggest thing you find that causes that addiction? The biggest thing is the way the game's designed. I mean, the internet is unlimited. So look at these, look at these guys right now. They're like just on... I'm Social media. Yeah, yeah. Scrolling through, that's unlimited. You know, you well, can make anyone, anytime. Well, that's what I think with social media. I think what the thing is, so I heard like, because the most popular uh, gambling machines in Vegas are the slots. Mm -hmm. The slot machines are the ones that people play the most. And I think it's the randomization yeah. and not knowing what you're getting. So And yeah. the thought. So when you pull the lever, you're like, ooh, what am I going to get? And there's a chance you're going to get something good. Yeah. And to me, it almost seems akin to Instagram. When you're on Instagram, yeah. you like swipe down and then you like get to the top of your feed, then you pull it, it refreshes. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, let's check some more shit. Yeah, and, and it, it never ends. And yeah, and you're just swiping and swiping yeah. and swiping and you're just getting yeah. more and more content. Yeah, yeah but, so, so they, so for example, Instagram and Facebook, they will know how often you check and they will send you a certain number of notifications based on your usage. Right. So they, they know like what that, that the hidden number behind it, you have to check it. So an analogy that I use is, um, you know, dogs, you know, some dogs can get so anxious that you give them antidepressants. Dogs? Yeah. Why do dogs get anxious? Well, you can... The fuck, they got spreadsheets or something? Yeah, you can, <laughs> you can induce it by getting a torch and just flashing it on the ground and making them chase the torch because that is some dumbass dog then if it's getting stressed over a torch yeah because they need to finish you get, the you hunt. get get me in there i'll be oh, like really? listen so that's why you could be in wuhan that's why when, injected with coronavirus that's why when you go to the airport and the dog sniffs your ass because you got like you know drugs stuffed up your ass yeah and it sits down the handler will throw them a physical toy because that's like well done complete end of job right. game's over and then the dog will be like all chilled out. Yeah. Humans are the same thing. We, we're like, we're hunting for something. Right. And that's not ending. Some yeah. people just get caught in that loop. Yeah. Right. And well, that's, that's why I probably need someone to give me a toy or something. Yeah, a sex toy. Yeah. Uh, a bulldog puppy. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to actually look after him. Ah, uh, yeah, there's a lot. We'll get gerbils. Like, when do you get gerbils? Yeah, it's the same thing, you can't go on holiday. Yeah, yeah I'll look after them. But why are you getting a gerbil? Because Leo loves gerbils. Yeah, but if, you want, but if you want a toy, like, you know, it's not going to... So what, every time you finish Can you just prescribe us some drugs? That's why, that's why, you know, as comedians, we like to hear a laughter or a clap at the end. 
it's not always predictable oh yeah it's not fun doing it when they're not you don't get that feedback yeah. if you're doing it and they're not laughing so it very quickly becomes horrible you're doing the same thing. <laughs> very quickly so one of the most um, uh, interesting experiments is the strange situation or um, uh, still face experiment sorry still face experiment is you know getting the mother and the baby and giving uh, telling the mother to do certain facial expressions like playing with the kids smiling and stuff but then mm-hmm. you, give, you cue them to just not make any facial expression mm-hmm. and just be still and then the kid will just be like, eh, like trying to get the attention and try and change the thing and then then the, the kid will eventually get distressed and will get like ah like because yeah. it's not getting the reaction yeah, yeah the reaction and in fact isn't that uh isn't that a trigger for uh schizophrenia if um a mother if the mother's emotional response to the child doesn't match the child's sort of output mm, that would be associated with schizophrenia i mean they used to think that um cold mothers were the cause for autism but that's like a myth like, like, like more cold mothers, like mothers who wouldn't like, like nurture cold, their kid. Yeah, they'll call the refrigerator mothers, but right. it's, not, it's more sort of genetic. What right. is it that causes autism? Well, Facts. Why? Why is like ninety five percent of comedians why are they autistic? <laughs> you, no, you got the word. It's artistic. <laughs> no, it's artistic. Autistic. Where, where is your reference? Where? Where is your? I can see it. Am I autistic? A little bit. Darius is autistic. After, just after I hit my head on the AC yeah. outside yeah. the NBA? Holy fuck. Yeah. Kim Lee, are you autistic? Probably. Ah, and you're a psychiatric as well. But the worst comedians, I don't mind the crazy ones, because they don't get anywhere, you know what I mean? Crazy ones don't get, nobody's going to book a crazy comedian. Right. Like, they get on open mics and stuff. But um, the ones that I don't like are the ones that are just boring and just normal, and like they're still doing, and they sort of get, and the ones who like treat it like a like if you do this and you do that and you do this and you do that and you get like the result and it's like it's not like that you've got to have some sort of like just something there that's funny to watch there's some comedians that I can watch over and over again and I always find them funny right and there's some and they're exciting to watch and there's some that are just dull as piss right there's so many that are just dull as piss right like going out and doing like MC tricks in an actual set like, there's a few comedians in the UK on the circuit. They'll go out and they'll do, like, um, <clears throat> like oh, all the single people make some noise. Right. And all get... the married people make some noise. But, yeah. Oh, they don't sound as happy or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, it's yeah. like, it gets the result. And it's fine to do if you're emceeing. Right. It's fine to do that hacky shit if you're just floundering around trying to get a foothold somewhere at the start of the show, you know what I mean? But if you're yeah. doing a set, come on, like, do, do something. Yeah, well, that's like, well, it's almost, it's just call and response, right? Yeah, so yeah. So that's what you're doing. So then it's like, that's uh, when when you're asking the audience to give you a round of applause. Oh, or and then they keep applaud. it going for your MC. Oh, dude, I still do that. Keep though. it going for it's your MC. How about fucking? How about you tell a joke and I laugh at that and I clap at that instead right. of like keep it going for your MC and the bar stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Give it up. And, yeah. uh, hey, Alex, do you have a joke about taking shit? Taking a shit. Because Leo and Darius both have bits about taking a shit. That's what he wanted to talk bits. about. He said he wanted to talk about taking a shit, and I don't. I don't think I have a single joke. About I've got at least four. Hey, are you going to get water? Can I have some? I'm gonna take a shit. I can do twenty minutes. We're in the middle of the podcast. Where's everybody going? Yeah, oh, that was so weird. Hey, eh? these two. Look at water. Fucking just going out to do their own thing. So if you guys are wondering, that's uh, 
Kim Lee and Darius have now left the room. Now yeah. it's just me and Leo. Now it's just the core. Okay, now let's talk shit about these comedians. Let's talk shit so about these Darius. I'll right? tell you, I'll tell you something funny about Darius. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what could I say about Darius? Actually, Darius used to be quite a confrontational comedian. Dude, I heard like, Darius used to be really funny. He used to be really, really That's funny. That's what I heard, and then I heard he fucking really toned down, and now he's just... Then like he went to New York and he forgot how to do comedy because yeah, he was doing like. Trying to be too industry. In New York they do like twenty-two second spots and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like in the UK we get to luxuriate in these like half-hour spots. Yeah. Um, That's actually true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you gotta. When go. was I confrontational comedian? Well, remember when like well you're always sort of famous for it. But remember, Look I mean there's it. certain certain stories. Look like, at how big of a homophobe this guy is. He my thing, he won't even... You, did you throw my lid out because it was pink? Yeah. When Marisi did a gig with you, what are you eating? I don't know, I found it. What is it? It looks like a shitty dry cracker. Mm. What is it? <laughs> is it shit? No, it's really nice. Is it? Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Can I have some? Is it controversial? What is it? I mean, the most delicious thing in the world. <laughs> I don't it? believe. Does it cause autism? It looks like one of those crackers that's got raisins in it or something. What is it? What's the last three digits on your credit card? Oh, fucking you hate it, yeah. Can I, can I have a bit that hasn't been manhandled by three people? Well, then give me that back. It's pretty good. Mmm. <laughs> that's much better than I was expecting. <laughs> probably great for the podcast. Mmm. Three guys chewing a fucking... Crunchy cookie right it's on It's so air. crunchy. Where did you it. get it? Kim Lee's house. <laughs> Is it Kim Lee's house? Look at these guys go. Can you eat a snack? Can you? Can you just grab my lid while you're up? No, Okay, I'll just leave it there. Are we allowed to eat these? Yeah, he gave us them a snack. What if we get in trouble? He won't have told me we could eat them, but he thought they'd gone off, but... Oh, really? I didn't know that. It tastes the coconuts. What's the most delicious food, do you reckon, Alex? Uh, well, it depends for me what changes from time to time, but like, uh, I love sushi. Uh, I find it too small. Yeah? It's too small. I find it too fishy. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, exactly what I just said. I don't really get the reference. It's got, uh, it's got it depends though, like, I love, one of my favorite things after a gig is vanilla ice cream. Mmm. I love treating myself to a little thing of vanilla ice cream. Yeah. Well, you, don't, I, you don't give a shit. What do you mean? Like your physique. About my physique? No, I don't. How come you lift weights, but like you don't, like, how come you want to be strong? Uh, just so in case I come across a couple dickheads who want to call me, <laughs> want to call me fat. <laughs> I can fucking we were just hinting at that. Fold, fold them up like a pretzel. What are these nuts and raisins? Fruit and nuts mix. Yeah, man. I, uh. Best before. After seeing that video today, I think I could be a wrestler. Yeah, you, was, could, oh, man, was, you could be a wrestler. I was bigger than that fucking guy, that wrestler. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. I could fuck him. Yeah, you, you just like got cut. Yeah, I just about... You don't even need to get cut. Well, look, look at Mick Foley. You look like Mick Foley. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, yeah. In a good way, you know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. met Mick Foley. Did you? Yeah, no, but no, he can hardly walk now. It's like, it's a shame. He just fucked right up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When did you meet Mick Foley? He took so in Edinburgh. It must have been like, must be a while back now. Was, was he doing a gig? Yeah, he was doing a show at the Fringe. Yeah, really? I think he had a book and everything. But he's really nice. I stopped and spoke to him. He's got a really good book. 
Tietam Tietam Brown. No, no, that is actual autobiography of right. Wicked. Like best sellers, they're really good. Sure. I'm actually on the cover of a book about a wrestler. Really? Hmm. How'd you get into comedy, Leo? How long you been doing this? Uh, ten years now. Ten years. My mates were always saying like you should do comedy because you're so funny. Right. And like you got really sort of photogenic showbiz looks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And well, what the fuck happened? They said nothing. We just um, and then my mate Ryan was running open mic night. He was like, "Have a go." So I went and had a go, and it was really addictive. Mm-hmm. I did alright, it was a gong show and I did, I lasted for four minutes in my first go. Did you write yeah. jokes? Yeah, yeah. You know. In fact, I wrote a joke that I could do it tomorrow, man. <laughs> what joke? That's Susan Boyle one. Oh, right, I use that. <laughs> what do you think you use you it? Use uh, yeah. What is it? Well, I don't really. I just it's about like how uh, people, like Scottish people aren't very attractive. It goes, Susan Boyle, she's a bit of a babe. In Scotland? Something like that. So I say, like, you know, women in Scotland aren't very attractive, like, you know, Susan Boyle, for example, like, I can't remember what to say about her, but I, I wrong for them, I say, like, whereas in Scotland, she's a bit of a babe. <laughs> it's just a shit joke, but, like, mm-hmm. it works. Right. Because she's not. Right. The old misdirection followed by surprise. Yeah. Yeah, because... Okay, so I say, like, you know, I was... Sharing a flat with these Australians and they're like, Oh yeah, Scotland, yeah, what tells tell me it's Scotland, what's your biggest export? So I said Susan Boyle and they who's Susan Boyle? So I get the laptop out to show them. Well, oh my god, how can somebody so hideously ugly sing with the voice of an angel? Whereas in Scotland she's a bit of a babe. Because that's yeah. the joke. Right, right. But she's fit. <laughs> what uh, do you have a joke? That you always thought was funny, but never worked. Mm, yeah, quite a few. Yeah, what's I don't know about shower gel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know why. I've told you why this doesn't work. Why? Well, you take and I'll tell them after. Why? Well, I can't even remember how it goes. Leo's right. got some joke about shower gel with moisturizer drying his skin out or something. No, it just leaves a, <laughs> it leaves a it leaves a sort of residue in your skin. You don't yeah, shower gel yeah, yeah. moisture. Well, well, it leaves a residue in your skin. Yeah, yeah. This, and so this, then you got to wash. You got to get other fucking soap to wash the residue. Resi- off. This yeah. residue that Leo is referring to is actually called having moisturized skin. No, he's no. not used to his skin not feeling like sandpaper flaking off when he fucking, touches. You can't <laughs> mix. You can't mix the moisturizer in with the soap. And yet that's, like, that's like mixing the toothpaste in with the What's ice cream. The <laughs> that's like mixing the toothpaste in with the ice cream. You don't fucking say, "Oh, now I brush my teeth." What's the joke? No, the, the, there isn't that's a fucking joke. He's got it. That's what he's I can't doing. remember it's what it not, was. It's moisturizing shower gel works. It doesn't. No, but the funny part, the joke is obviously going to have to get another bar of soap to wash off the yeah, fucking... Yeah, I've got it. the joke. But, this, but I think that affliction only affects Leo. But no, but, no, but I, I hear you because I feel yeah, if I use too. a bar of soap, I'm squeaky clean. Yeah. If I oh, use yeah. body wash, I feel slimy. Yeah, why does nobody use bars of soap anymore? It must be much more environmentally friendly. Bar, yeah. Well, a bar of soap feels way cleaner to me. Yeah. Like, no, if you I don't have soap plastic, but it dries it level. right out. No. Yeah, yeah. Nice and clean. And then you can moisturize it if you want, using moisturizer separate, like the toothpaste well, is separate. that's convenient. What? Moisture. Washing and then moisturizing as opposed to just that's taking one bottle. That's the, the right way to do it. No, it's not. 
That's the right way to do it. Hey, what's your joke? Did you have a joke that you always thought was funny but never worked? If my jokes don't work after a while, I just drop them. Yeah, I know. But what, yeah. what was one though? But obviously you <laughs> thought it was funny and you couldn't yeah. get it to work. Do you have one that you still think is funny? That just never seems to work? I've got one. Leo says it's not funny. Liberty. What is it? It's uh, straight people have, when they make love. They go, <laughs> they go ah, ah. But when gay people make love, it goes, <laughs> Why is it funny? Also, I've got to say... Because it sounds like two men fighting. I've got to say, this is how, this is how smart that is. <laughs> so, promoter out here in Australia books loads of stuff. Like, flies <laughs> people out, make loads of money. Uh, put Darius on for a trial spot. I didn't know it was and a trial. Instead <laughs> of like doing his bit, Darius was like, ah, I'll just use this to do new material. <laughs> Spent the first five minutes slagging off the previous act. Trying <laughs> to do like an improvise. It was funny to be honest. I found it funny. Yeah. But like, uh, got everybody to clap into this improvised rap. Specifically, he said, to show how shit improvised raps are. <laughs> <laughs> because look, right? Then, it's, uh, this is what's going to happen to you in life. In anything. <laughs> but especially in comedy. There's two ways. You, I could have gone there fine and I could have done decent gig and I probably would have got more gigs and got paid. And that is probably what I should have done. Yeah. <laughs> but I was jet lagged and the artist in me said, rip the piss out of improvised rap and have fun with it. Yeah, right. And I'm not that bad. I don't regret. Look, I regret not getting paid money to do the gigs, but I don't regret the gig. I The gig doesn't impress me. It's not a gig I want to do other right. than for money. Right. But also like, you can run out new material every night in front of like even you fly up your show. You, you, so I we won't say what the gig is. But you and I know there's gigs you want to do where you respect what the audience is and you expect their opinion. That audience in that gig is a is essentially an Australian jonglers, but older. No, it's, it's better a, than jonglers. Was this man. Just no, it's, a better, it's a better audience, but was it's this not just a, a lineup show? Yeah, it's just yeah. a No, but it's, it's like, it's a good portion. one. It's but a good one with people flown in to do my it whole, stuff. My whole point right. is, it's I'm just... Here, like this, this year at Fringe. Huh? Like this a couple weeks ago at Fringe. Yeah. I basically... basically to be honest, I'd arrived, I was jet lagged, I wasn't really thinking straight. But from an artistic point of view, I don't mind the decision I made. I made right. the wrong decision. I should have probably done a good gig, but I didn't. Yeah, but, it's a business. Yeah, but I did. Business yeah, so first, I, okay, then art. But I, well... But then, then you become a hack comedian. No, you don't. No, I think you do. Well, look, look at the comedians he's got in um, in Melbourne coming. Andy Askins, Ian Stone. Those famous comedians. Yeah, like Ian Stone does loads of he had a radio show and everything. Uh, I respect. I respect them. I think they're good. No, I think. I think. I think. I think if you want to. I think. I think they're good. But I think also if you want to. If you want to push yourself, sometimes you take risks, and if you take risks, you're gonna fail. But if you if you're not willing to fail, if you if you yeah, but man, you don't try, you don't try the, uh, you don't I, try the the thing. I don't it. think if someone, I think if you don't take risks at decent at, at gigs or all gigs, willing to take risks. So what stag- happened though? The stag- gig didn't go well. It wasn't no. Like did the crowd? To be honest, I think. The thing is, you're screwed because, and I think if you hadn't been following MC Hammersmith, you would have just done a set and smashed it. Yeah. But you were following MC Hammersmith, so you couldn't really do. It would have taken like a few minutes to settle them all down. And um, so MC Hammersmith is a guy who doesn't improvise. Well, he says it's improvised. But but, 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 but my point, <laughs> every I time I saw it, it's the same. I don't think it was that. I've seen people on that show subsequently with an easier room and a better better build up do worse than I did on that night. Yeah. I mean, you're acting like. 
You that that Dan and him was acting like it was like the the death of all deaths. It was people still came up to me after the show and told me they loved the set. Bro, I don't know. So you also got some pity. It wasn't pity. <laughs> I know, I know when I die and I know when I do well. Yeah. And I thought it was an all right set. It wasn't mm. the best set. No, you should honestly like it's, it's a, you should just sometimes there's a time to just do your best. Yeah, there is, but there's also but but also that's how you stagnate. Yeah, uh, well, you know how. How are you not, like, how is fucking gigging every day stagnating? I think doing no gigs every day I, is stagnating. I've just told you I was, je- I shouldn't have done that gig. I literally yeah. just got off like a 42 hour journey. I was, yeah. too, I was too tired to do the gig. I wasn't thinking straight. Yeah. But I, but I don't regret it because I don't think, the only, th- only reason, I, only thing I regret from that gig is that I'm not doing it to get paid. But I don't regret not, if you offer me that gig so you can gig there every night, you're not going to get paid. I wouldn't do it because I don't think it's a worthwhile gig. I don't think there's anything I can learn from that audience or I can try new stuff out that I'd, that I'd be... I get more stuff doing Kim Lee's Brooklyn gig than I do from that gig. Because Kim Lee's Brooklyn gig has a younger, more amenable audience who I want to appeal to as opposed to a middle-aged 50-year-old crowd. Don't respect them. I don't want to be, I don't want to be that comedian. As, a, as me, as a comedian, I don't want to play... To old audiences, I don't. I'm not for my mum. I'm not for that generation. I want them to look at me and go, "Ah, oh, he's awful. He's shit. He's not for me." Good. That's what I want. I don't want to well, be a cruise. You comedian. succeeded. Well, it's good. That's what exactly. Yeah, God, well, that's well done. Thank you. You should say to Dan, "Yeah, like I'm. I'm glad I. I did a I, terrible job." I said job. to Dan, "I never put. I'm not gonna. Well, who's he? Who does he think he's talking to? <laughs> Fuck him, man." I play every single major club in in the UK and around the world. I don't care if I don't do his gig. We only just got you only just got into the comedy store because you did the same thing at the comedy store. <laughs> and I smashed up the comedy store. And now he's giving me those gigs. I don't care for to do a hundred and fifty dollar, which equals seventy five pound gig. Yeah. Dude, I got into comedy. I did never got in it for money. If I got in it for money, I would have done the same set for fucking years and just gone rolled it out. Yeah. I got into comedy to to try and be funny on what I consider funny. Otherwise, you become a co- comedian who works to make money, which means he's not doing it. He's just repeating the same old set, same old set, same old set. I could go out there... Oh, no, I'm like, you, you not turn yet. over material at that gig. I think... <laughs> well, that's the great thing about gigging like in the same room night after night. You get... You get you just go off and rip and stuff. Not, it's great. I'm not... Look, I'm, you're, you're kind of missing... My point isn't that you can't generate new material in that room or get Also, paid. we're in Adelaide, man. They don't have the comedy store. They don't have top Yeah, but I'm saying they're not, so. it's not an amenable audience that I want to impress. I'm not interested. Honestly, doing Kim Lee's jokes uh, room tonight, which is half the, well, not even half, a, like a minuscule part of the audience compared to the Belgian, right? Is better for me as a comedian. It will did serve me better. Yeah, because you'll carry on playing small rooms. So well, no, I, I, I'll put it this way. I reckon... You notwithstanding, none of those comedians I saw on in that bill are ever going to have a Netflix special or HBO special. I, I'll wager within a few years, if I don't get arrested, <laughs> I will have some sort. I'll be somewhere. You'll see. You'll hear me. You'll see me doing the material similar to what I did on that night. You heard it here first, folks. An experiment called life. Darius is getting a deal. Yeah, I'm getting a deal. Write that down. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I did that gig. I went and did that Belgian beer. Yeah. How did you do the 6.15 show? Early yeah. Show. Right, yeah. How'd it go? Good. It was, was pretty it good. It was, I don't know, there was only like uh, 40 or 50 people in there, mm-hmm. I would say. But it, um, dude, that was right after I had those people fucking walk out of my show. 
shit. The night before. So my yeah. confidence was shattered, man. I didn't want to do the fucking gig. <laughs> so that was Tuesday. I had yeah. those fucking... They were like... There were only six people yeah. that showed up to my show. Yeah. Two of them were reviewers. Did the reviewers watch? No. <laughs> oh did they give you a good review? I haven't even heard back. I don't even know if they did a review. So the reviewers stayed. There were four other people that came in. And they were like two groups of two. And they were had to be like 70. Like old, old. Not like not like 50s. Not like like they were like these people hadn't worked yeah. in a while. Right, yeah. And I was up there and I was doing my thing. And they were how old? That had to be 70. What, in Adelaide? Yeah. The audiences are so old here. Dude, and they fucking, like... Young people leave. 30 minutes in, I started, like, so I started doing my, like... I come out and I, I should have done way more crowd work, probably. Like, just talking to them. The thing is, as soon as I quit talking to them, what I was kind of doing... I knew who the reviewers were in the room, right? So I was like, I know those two are the reviewers. That's uh, who I'm going to play to. Did you get the review? I haven't seen it yet. How do I know? Well, they, they would tell me, right? What, no, what was the show called? A Canadian Comedy Dream. Oh, I don't even want to. Let's read my one-star review on air. I was actually looking for A Canadian. For A, like E-H. Like E-H. Canadian Comedy Dream. Let's see if it's out. Oh, my God. So, I was looking for it today before my gig. And I was like, maybe don't read your shit review right before you go on stage. <laughs> you know? Maybe you'll get a good review. I don't think is I have it a good review. I don't know. Is it? Well, no matter what, it's going to say that four people walked out. Yeah. In the middle of it. No, that's just my uh, my page, right? A Canadian Comedy Journal. Yeah, I bombed on a Tuesday. I think it might have been... I don't think Stage I, whispers? I think oh. I bombed twice that night. God. Where is the other kid? At the Belgium and at your, your show after. I'm reading it. No, no, is it? I don't know. Oh my god, is that the review? That's not my yeah. answer. No! Oh, god! That's look on your own phone. Oh, What's it called? What's it called? It's quite lengthy. Yeah. What's That's it called? Like, um, the advertiser. Oh my god, no What's way. What's it called? What's it called? Oh, it is the review. I don't want to Fuck. read it. Oh, can you send it to me? Can you send it to me, please? <laughs> What's it my called? My phone's locked up. <laughs> no, that, that's... Kim Lee's got a freaking lock on his phone so he can't access the internet after 1am. That's what you get, Kim Lee. You can't read the review. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Here we go. Ready? I'll read it on live on air. Right, Ready? You, you, sure you, you Wait, wait. Are you sure you're okay to read it? Oh, yeah. I don't care. All right. Okay. Wait, he's reading. You're missing it, Kim okay. Lee. Okay. On arriving at a Canadian comedy dream to see British Columbian comedian Alex McKenzie, I expected a show about Canada. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Already coming in with expectations. Yeah, where does it, it do quirks. That? It's funny ways and to and to be Oh, he brought me a box of tissues. Thank you, buddy. Uh it quirk it's quirks, it's funny ways and to be opened up to the comedy of the country. It was evident that the others in the audience had come with the same expectation. A very disappointing number turned out to see Alex's show. <laughs> Six in total. And sadly, this both affected his performance and physically and emotionally created a disengagement from him. <laughs> By halfway through the show, four audience members left, stating that he had the wrong audience. Mackenzie is in Australia for the first time, having recently performed in Perth Fringe. He confessed he was told Adelaide Fringe was hard due to the numbers, so many acts, 7,000 in total. But I'm sure he didn't believe it would be this hard. 
Oh boy. <laughs> so far they're not really criticizing Yeah, but they've not criticised you, they're just saying that... Having seen some clips of his stand-up in Canada where he's had large audiences to feed off and had a good deal of laughs, this show fell very flat very quickly as he tried to engage six people. He attempted to involve the audience by bantering with them, but sadly this was fraught with difficulty as the demographic was older and couldn't connect with some of his comedy stylings. Having said that, there are some great individual stories and gags in this show. His stories about his father, being sober, and dating were quite entertaining. As was his analogy of marriage being like choosing ice cream. Quite clever. The goal of Alex's show is part of his an experiment called Life, where he quit a six-figure job in Prince George to go on the road as a comedian and share joy. He believes that life is an experiment, and the solution he's looking to find is his happiness. On Talking to Alex, in the later part of the show, he opened up and showed a genuinely funny man with a sincere desire oh, to spread happiness. That's good. While this particular show was not very successful, Alex showed that he is resilient, <laughs> intending on viewing his recordings oh, and improving nice what he did. Ultimately, the audience was too small to build the key relationship needed in stand-up comedy, but there were certainly glimpses of a talented comedian, and I believe he deserves a bigger audience to give him a chance to really hit his straps. That's a great review, yeah, that's man. That's a great review. Write it There's down. no stars. But no stars. No, but it's, it's, it's a great review. I mean, she was honest. And What's said, the name of the one thing time? I uh, the stage whispers. So you can put stage whispers. You know, genuinely funny. Right, right. See, that's a fair review. She said some nice things. No, that's, that's a great review. That's yeah, what. Yeah. Uh, that was nice. No, I, I did this exact same show like you did with about four people in the audience. One of them was a review. I said, I'm going to cancel this show. I said, I'm going to do this show. I didn't know it was a review. It was obviously dog shit, right? And then he reviewed it and he gave it two stars. And he didn't even say, didn't even mention that it was a completely, there was four people in the right. fucking room. Yeah. And I was like, what a fucking cunt. Yeah. As if it's the same <laughs> show. I didn't even want to yeah. do this show. He was like, no, no, we've got to do it here now. Right. That's what I mean though. So then I came off of that show mm. and I'm going, dude, I got to rework my whole fucking game here. Mm. And then I go into the, that lineup show, that best of fringe. Mm. And then you're like, fucking, who was I sandwiched between? There was fucking someone and then Amos Gill and then me. And then you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Oh, you're following like the best in the business kind of thing. Yeah, man. And I'm like, for fuck's sakes. But the gig, mm. like, it can work well, right? Because if you're following those guys, like, you're like, oh, I can ride off their coattails a little, you know? Like, they got the room going. Well, me? Huh? I'm falling no problem. No, that's what I'm saying. Smash the shit out of it. That's what I'm me. I did. Well, you know? forget about them. So, the, it went okay. Like, they it didn't go... me. But I did feel on stage my issue was um, just nerves. Like, yeah. I could still feel my nerves. Like, yeah, and yeah. like from going up there, I'm like, oh, man. A lot of confidence is just... The whole well, company is just confident. That was my first time having someone... Well, that was my second time having someone walk out. But the first time was like in my first six months. Yeah, yeah. And then five years ago. This was like my second time ever having people yeah. just walk out. And you're like, what do you do? And then, I insult them. And then that's what I was thinking. When I, now you're going in the next night, your next gig, and it's this lineup show in front of like... You know, so it's a Dan Willis gig, all of them. I don't know any of these people. I'm yeah. trying to make a good first impression. Yeah. Plus, this is the first time all of Sounds these... All of these, them, all of these, all yeah, of these yeah. people seeing me, you know, like you're seeing this my first time. Amos has seen me perform. Um, what's his name? Who's the magic guy for? Um, Jared. Friend? Jared. Jared yeah. Fell. Yeah, that him. Lindsay Webb. Um, who else? Yeah, was there? Lindsay was there. Lindsay hosted. 
Yeah. Um, no, they all messaged me and told, they were like, man, you guys see this guy tank and they were like sending me videos and stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought you were, they were calling me a tank. Like he's really good. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, look at this guy, he's a tank, buddy. He plowed through the crowd. <laughs> so, no, I went up there and I just felt like just a little shaky. Like you're like, I hope no one can see through this facade. Yeah, yeah. But, and then uh, I was happy with how the gig went and everything. All right. But cool. it just like... Um, yeah, man. But then it was crazy because by the end of the week, yeah, by Sunday, true. then I had people actually give me a standing ovation. Holy shit. By the end of my show. That's amazing. Yeah. And you're like, what a turnaround. That's two the one where the guy goes to me um, at the end, oh, so glad we came to your show. We saw two shows tonight. The other show, I was like, who was the other one? Oh, Simon King. Simon King. King. Simon. Oh, see, that's what I thought you were saying. Simon what, did King. Did he say Simon King was good or bad? Shit. Simon King. <laughs> it's so bad. Right. Yeah, he is shit. I don't know, I've seen, never seen him before. I don't know yeah, who he is either, but yeah, they he's were... Drizzling drizzling shit, UK act, who's trying to admin his way to the top. Right. And just doesn't... Some people are, like, inherently funny. Some people are, like, you know, inherently... So is that what you said earlier? When I said... That's why I said... What? You said you slagged off Simon Cain on a podcast? Oh, uh, yeah, I yeah. thought you said Simon King. No, no, and That's no, why no, I said, no. why don't you like Simon King? And it had nothing... No. So I started a whole Facebook... No. <laughs> right. So I mean, no, I don't but, like anybody. But yeah, but that so that's my thing though was like just to see how quickly my show turned around. But also that's a big part to Darius, because you watched my show and yeah. that was the thing is my fucking confidence was shattered. I was just sitting up there fucking just trying to get through my material. Yeah. And then you told me I gotta start putting some more energy into what I'm doing. Yeah, Darius said you're sitting on a stool. I did. I sat on the stool Why are you on sitting Thursday. On a stool? Oh, dude, I was, I didn't know, what, I was fucking, I was... It was depressing. I was so down on my fucking thing, I was like... lying on the ground. I know, dude, I might as well. I just basically, I'm walking in, waving a towel, like, just coming in, pull the stool up, and I'm like, so, here's some stuff, and I yeah. just fucking was talked through it, and it was just like, yeah, it's just super bummy, but then I started, like, I got my confidence back, my little fire Good. back, and I started performing, and then, yeah, by Sunday, how it turned around, these last few shows, like, tonight again was a struggle but it uh it went really well they all came up to me a bunch of them followed me after commented on my yeah, shit yeah. so it's um, great but yeah i don't know man who'd win in a fight between you and kim lee because like you're like oh i would kick the shit out of kim yeah but he does he used to do case fight <laughs> i did too oh yeah but not, the, lee, same, not, same not the same not the woods. same weight class look kim at that lee, what do you have to yeah say but you did a bit he did it loads Mm. Oh, you should see it. Let's have a video of me. He's all fucking ripped and stuff. Do you want to say hello right. to Ollie? It's Ollie Horn. Wait a minute. A new comedian enters. It's Ollie Horn. Ollie Horn, you're live on the podcast, bud. Hey, everybody. I'm live on the podcast. Hey, Ollie Horn. Did you steal their show or did they steal your show? Why did you steal a show, Ollie? I've been for the last three years. This punk is a startup as of this year. How long has this show been going, Kim Lee? I know. <laughs> yeah that's what we've actually been podcasting for the last 45 minutes trying to figure out who stole the show Has he been sent? Can we go to that one? What 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 is it? His show does so the, from the clips I've seen. It does seem to be um, very similar, and he's also 
not a very good comic and a bit overweight and wears jackets. Yeah. Let's see, being ironic, because yeah. that's what Ollie also does. Yeah. So yeah, but we're not that bothered. Right? Apparently, he's not going to go to the fringe. And, like, we, we, just, we just did the show last week we, in Malaysia, and it went, went well, really I, well. I actually so I spoke to him to this evening, and he, and he was saying that he'd been offered a room from Alex at the fringe. Really? Maggie's yeah. front room. Maggie's front room at 2.30. So there's a gap to fill. He's up for what? Maggie's front room at when? 2.30. Or maybe one fifty. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, it's in there. The gap that's to why fill. I, that's what I'm telling you that's about actually, it. They want a similar to short to go in. Are you doing shit staring bullshit? Ask Alex. Ask Alex. No, we're telling you. That's why we got in touch to tell you about it. Because we're your friend. Producer Stephen Case is here and he doesn't believe you. Stephen, if I were you, I'd be very worried that they're taking their show <laughs> to Maggie's <laughs> room at 2.30. Well, I'm not scared of competition. We're not scared of competition. That is the exact same show. It does, it, honestly, it does appear very similar, although he has a lectern, which I think is a bit pathetic. <laughs> you asked for a lot of I, I do want a lecture. <laughs> I, 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 I want a lecture now. You know, he has a lecture. I want a lecture. They filmed the actual pilot. Kim Lee says they filmed the pilot and he has a version and he has a copy of the pilot on his laptop. Exactly. Holy right. shit, they filmed the pilot for they, real. They've actually, and we're not we even lying a, now, they filmed the pilot. We had a TV producer come on watch our show last week. I'm going to go for a coffee with him next week. What was his name? It doesn't work, but it's still uh, funny. So <laughs> <laughs> it's true, no result. Oh, no, 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 that's true. Well, they're saying. Yeah. Um, that review from Kim Well, it is what it is. Good. We can't, we can't, we can't stop him. All we can do is just carry on doing our show, innit? Well, you, you could stop him. You do what me and Darius do. We just go around with a word and we slap yeah. him in the face. I, if, I, if, if, that, if I saw someone doing a hate and live show or heard about it, I'd instantly message and say, you fucking nonce cunt, I'm going to kill you. So here's footage of the pilot. Oh, here's footage Can of the pilot. Oh, the it's pilot. on YouTube as well. Look. Show it's, us. It's unlisted. It's unlisted on YouTube. Well, show us then. Can you see? Can you send me the link? No. no it's, oh, it's a whole 54 minutes long. Holy shit. That was really perfect. Why let me see. Let me see. Why play pre-pre-kingly? Wow, they must have a huge budget. Oh my god. How come you never did not my audience like that? They've got music, so they've got music. They've got music. They've got cool music. They've got music. His lectern is actually a computer screen. His lectern is actually a computer screen. They've got an app. They've got an app as well. Yeah. Darius. Yeah. You're making me feel sad now. 
I'm, well, I'm trying to help you. I'm telling you, you should go and beat the fuck out of him. I'm giving you advice what to do. And you should send around some heavies and beat the fuck out of him. That's what I would do for an open mic storm. Can, can, can I send you and Leo around? No, we're, we're already be doing our own beefs. Yeah, we're beefs. We also have an app now in our show for interactive interactive suggestions. It's called Twitter. It's called Twitter because we're not fucking nerds. They can just tweet yeah. with an app. They've already, they have to download anything. They can yeah. tweet in real time. Imagine getting something and you can app. Right, there he is. Yeah. Whenever you get like this, I know what I need to do. What? There he is. What's up, baby? Oh, hi, there he is. How's it going, baby? Mr. Burt. It's, it's Burt. Hey, Michael. How are you doing, man? What's up? <laughs> Hey Leo, your hair looks really good. Yeah, looking oh, good. Oh, thanks, man. Which Michael is that? What's his last name? Michael Bear. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Look at my hair. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Oh, damn. We're in a, you know right. we're in a live podcast right now. You actually? Yes. Yeah. Oh, fuck <laughs> <I can't. laughs> sorry, sorry. This podcast has gone off the rails. <laughs> Team. I want <laughs> cool. <laughs> sorry, guys. There's me as a little cat. Oh, what the hell's going on? Should we just, should we call the podcast the good? Yeah. Just get off. I guess you should get me home anyway, eh? You better get to bed. Okay, you guys, we're going to sign off. Darius, thanks for having you on. Team. That's an hour 16. We're logging off. Please, can you delete any bit where I was racist or anything in it? Yeah, we'll get rid of that. Darius, where can people find you online if they want to follow you? DariusDavies.com DariusDavies.com Kim Lee, where can people find you online? Uh, at Kim Lee Comedy. What the fuck? Leo, where can people find you online? Oh, yeah, so I'm on, like, uh, I'm on, uh, Instagram's probably the best place to follow me. I'm on there as Scottish Comedian. How do you make this phone shut up? <laughs> it just won't stop talking. Put it on. So, um, yeah, yeah, we'll get you. Hang on. So I'm on Instagram as Scottish Comedian, all one word, and I'm also on YouTube. I've got like 5,000 subscribers on YouTube, so, you know, I'm not saying that that's, you know... That's pretty good. That's 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 all right, isn't it? So maybe you should follow me on YouTube as well, Mr. Leo Kers. Mr. Leo Leo Kers. Or just Leo Kers. Perfect, we'll look you up, On YouTube, or on Instagram, Scottish Comedian. Do you guys want to get in? Do you guys want to get your your details in here? I think they hung up. We lost them. All right. We're logging off. Hell of an episode. That's a good episode.